Oh, I'm Lifeblood. This is George G. And the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Vince Kramer. Vince, are you ready to do this? I certainly am. Let's go. Let's go indeed. Vince is the co-founder of Imagine Miracles, the transformational and personal growth company dedicated to helping people discover, create, and live lives that they were meant to live. Vince, excited to have you on. Tell us a little about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, I, I think most important is that uh, I finally followed a calling after years and years of knowing it knowing that I was supposed to make some difference in this world. And it was a it was a journey. I was very successful in a lot of things I did. I love flying airplanes. I was a military pilot, uh, an airline pilot still at, at this moment. And all along my experiences being in corporate, being a trainer, being in the military, there was always just something missing in my life, George. And I, I just wasn't sure what it was. I was reminded several times what it was, but I didn't pay attention. Uh, first of all, on my grandmother's deathbed when I was 17, she shared with me that at five years old, I told her I wanted to help people love themselves so they could love each other. I mean, where does a five-year-old come up with that? But grandma reminded me, and I quickly forgot because the men in my life told me what it was like to be a man and how I should be and how I should show up. And I did a really good job of showing up that way. Several wake up calls, 9-11 was one for me, just like everybody else. Um, a bankruptcy at United Airlines that cost me dearly and a divorce that finally shook me hard enough to say, Vince, wake up, pay attention to what's missing in your life. And when I uncovered it was me, I started on a journey to understand what that even meant. And, and on that journey, there was a, a few things that happened in my life that I just had to pay attention to. Uh, and something that people would say, well, that's very woo-woo and that's way out there type of thing. But when it happens to you and there's no way you can deny it, it kind of opens your eyes to start paying attention. And that's where Imagine Miracles came from. That's where, uh, first of all, my current wife and I, Mary, got together, and she opened my eyes to spirituality, which turned me deeper into science. And when I saw science and spirituality walking hand in hand, I realized what I was here to do, help people figure out the reason that they're here and to live it so we can all make a difference in this world. A lot of good stuff there, Vince. Why do you think your grandma said that to you? I, I think she truly wanted me to remember because I think she knew intuitively that if I knew that distinctly at that age, that that's what I wanted to do, that that must be the reason I was here. And I think she didn't want me to forget. I think also, uh, it was my true grandmother and my step-grandfather was the, the true impetus for me being a man the way I was showing up at the time. He definitely was the directive force. And I think she realized that he took the heart away from me, hmm. put me in my head. And I think on her way out the door, she said, I'm going to share this with this boy. <laughs> 
So uh, hopefully he'll choose to to find another path. Unfortunately, like I said, I didn't. And we put this whole story in our book, Awakening Through Moments of Choice, because I think it's so important for all of us to know where we're following someone else's rules and how important it is to remember that we're meant to be ourselves, who we are, and we have to get back to that reason that we came to Earth. And I, I think I was uh, a, definitely a role model for that. And then Imagine Miracles is based on everything I learned along the way. Do you think that, so your grandma t- tells you that it's 17 years old. And fast forward, you're older than 17 today. Slightly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that this could have happened any other way? I'm sure it could. Uh, you know, if I didn't pay, well, truly it did happen in another way because uh, I didn't pay attention to grandma. I went back to grandpa's rules. Uh, very successful in the military, a corporate trainer, owned several businesses and did really well. And 9-11 should have wakened me up. I mean, that was huge. And it was really big for me because I lost a friend in flight 93. He was the captain of that flight. And George, I actually flew flight 93 one week prior. Hmm. So I could have been the captain that was the smoking hole in Pennsylvania. So wouldn't you think that would wake me up to realize that there was more (laughs) I wanted out of life? But it but it didn't. So the next thing came along, and that was that bankruptcy. And then the divorce, for some reason, I found a mentor. It was Jack Canfield that flipped the switch for me to remember what my grandmother told me at 17, because I had blown it away, brushed it under the rug, hid it from myself. So tell me a little bit about moments of choice. Well, and I think uh, those three things that I just shared were not just wake-up calls, but there were more moments for me to make a decision on whether I wanted to move forward, whether I wanted to look at my beliefs and and really choose ones that were more empowering or or stick with the ones that I had at the time. Um, it forced me to look at those subpersonalities that are, were working so hard to protect me and not realizing that in them protecting me, they were keeping me stuck and I wasn't moving forward at all. And each little opportunity that showed up, sometimes it was just there's something missing. That was a moment of choice for me. Mary talking about spirituality and me saying that doesn't work for me was a moment of choice for me because I I had to decide, do I want to at least discover if she knows what she's talking about, or do I just want to push it under a rug? That was a moment of choice. And we have them all the time. Each and every one of us have promptings that show up in our lives, intuitive hits, messages, and we get to decide, do we follow that message or do we say, stay safe? Follow it or stay safe. And all too often, we choose that safer up. Myself included. It's it's yeah. a superhuman thing. We're, well, we're taught to do that. We're taught to keep ourselves safe. We're taught to use our brain to look at all the possibilities. And, and the saddest thing is 
we are wired to find out why something won't work hmm. instead of trying to find why it will work. And that programming, shall we say, societal beliefs really, truly do keep us stuck because we're we're, we're going to find that reason why it won't work. So we're OK not to do it. So what does one stand to gain? You've experienced immense success in these other aspects of life, yet it sounds like, or, or just sort of complete that thought, but you, what, what, what have you gained? What, what can other people expect to gain by doing this work? Well, I think mostly what you have to gain is yourself. Because <laughs> we've, we've been taught and we've followed rules for so long that we don't even really know at the at the base level who we are right and i think as we learn that oh i i really truly have this difference to make and all these things that i've done through my lifetime have given me the gifts and talents to make that difference and now i have to choose do i step out of those roles and do i find my own so I can deliver that difference, that I can be of service in, in that way. And service can mean many things. So I don't want people to, to go, oh, no, I don't, you know, I don't want to be a service to everyone. It can mean so many different things. And when we gain ourselves, when we start following our own rules, when we start sharing our gifts and talents, which are the things that we're really good at, the things that we enjoy doing, and we make the difference that we're, we came into this world to make, how can you not be in the highest vibration? And if you're in the highest vibration, if you believe in the law of attraction, if you believe in the universal law of vibration, with, with, however you want to look at it, you're going to attract those things in your life that will be abundance for you, whatever that might look like. So I, I didn't decrease my income. I didn't um, start making myself do something that I really didn't want to do. What I did was I, I found those things that really, truly brought me joy. I, I found those things where I felt fulfilled. And I really believe that I'm living my legacy while I'm alive instead of leaving it when I die. So it, it's a whole nother world to see the difference that you're making in people's lives just by being who you're truly meant to be. So you're not foregoing or sacrificing. No, you think, are. Yes. I think we think that that's how it looks because, well, everybody tells us that. Magazines tell us that. TV tells us that. The news tells us that. Even our, our parents who love us to death, they want us to be successful and have everything that they didn't have. And we're, we're so accustomed to it and so, uh, shall we say, programmed to it that we don't believe that we can have all this wonderful stuff by being who we are and doing what we're meant to be. So figuring out, be able to answer that question of who am I, you talked about these sub-personalities that are working hard to protect us 
which thank you, but it ends up just kind of keeping us stuck in the status quo of us not really finding who we truly are. And so that's hard for everybody. It's hard for a 20-year-old to peel back those onion layers and to get down to who I am. Probably hard for whatever, but a 40-year-old, a 50-year-old, how, how do we even start to, to, to do the work? Uh, the, f- the first thing that we really have to understand is that we have the answers and nobody else does. So we really do have them. It's how do we tap into those answers at what level? We, we all have guidance available to us. We, we can learn to use our intuition. We can learn to tap into that non-physical part of us and get the answers and understand. So first it's one, believing that you can, and then feeling it's okay in society to even tap into that guidance because somebody might look at me strange and think there's something wrong with me because, well, I got this message and I'm following it. Well, Lee Iacocca or Donald Trump or Joe Biden, they didn't follow this guidance. And it's like, well, maybe they did. Maybe they didn't, but it's okay for us to do that, to, to follow our own guidance. So that's the first one. The second one is you've got to learn to love who you are in this moment. And I think that's huge because if we're trying to fight against something, all we do is create more of what we're fighting against. So, and when we're talking about our subpersonalities, if we try to fight against our subpersonalities, we're going to lose. We'll have so many voices in our heads that uh, we can't make our own decisions uh, through our head. And hopefully we're going to be making them through our hearts anyhow. But so once you learn to love every part of yourself, now the judgments are gone and you can really start listening to the messages, the promptings that show up in your life and make the make the, the small little tweaks or maybe even the big jumps from time to time to tap into that guidance and then trust that you can follow it. So just so I, I understand uh, the first one, that believing that, that we have the answers and that is it that the universe or whatever it might be, wants me to be me? True. Yes. I, I, I think you're here to be you. And I think we had to forget to really learn that little five-year-old that told grandma that I wanted to help people love themselves. I, I think that little five-year-old had to forget so I could develop the talents and gifts that I have right now to be able to share that information. So I I learned how to teach at all different kinds of levels because of my life in the military and and even at United Airlines. I, I learned how to deal with the toughest situations and I learned how to deal with people that were scared in my life, both in the military and at United Airlines, those are two talents right there that are huge. When I'm sitting with someone and we're talking about those subpersonalities that have been controlling their lives for so long, just to feel safe, just to just to have someone who can talk 
to you about that subpersonality in a way that it's not triggered and shuts you down completely. So, uh, yes, I, I, I truly think that the universe is conspiring, universe, God, uh, whatever you want to call it, that non-physical part of you, con- conspiring to help you be all that you're here to be, because we're each a puzzle piece in this huge puzzle of what we call Earth. And George, you have to get your puzzle piece in that puzzle. So maybe five or six or seven other people can fit their puzzle piece in. Mm-hmm. So I, I think everything in, in this universal source energy is working for each and every one of us to be all of who we're supposed to be. So it all starts fitting together. Thank you. That's great. And stop fighting against the different parts of ourselves. And it's an acceptance that even there's stuff that I don't maybe like about myself, it's still part of me. So stop fighting and pushing. And then it's listening and paying attention to the different pings or the prompts or our intuitions. Those come randomly. Can I also create space for them to come? I think we can create space for us to hear them. I think they're coming all the time. I, I think that we just miss them. I mean, I didn't, I missed there's something missing the very first time I, I didn't feel exuberant about something I achieved. And it was like, Oh my God, what's the next thing I got to achieve so I can feel good. Hmm. Or what's the next, who's the next person I need to meet? So I can move further along and sooner or later, I'm going to find that happiness that seems to be so elusive. And I, so I think the messages are coming all the time and I think they get louder and louder and louder until we pay attention. I didn't pay attention to 9-11. I didn't pay attention to losing 60% of my pay and my complete retirement, but I definitely paid attention when the woman I love said, I had an affair and I went out of this marriage that finally got me to pay attention. And then the other little things start popping up. Sometimes you read a magazine title when you're going through the grocery line and it's like, Oh my God, that was for me. There's no doubt in my mind. Are you making a full impact today? Uh, A great story about that is I was in Salt Lake City and I was going to do a talk for a, a group of women in Salt Lake. And I checked into my hotel and there was a flyer on the mirror in the, the hotel room. It was a Marriott and it said, it's time to make an impact. Now, they were talking about me not throwing my towels on the floor, but that message definitely got through to me that I was going to make an impact in that group of women that I was going to talk to the next day. And you hung up your towels too. I did hang up my towels. <laughs> Let's reuse these. I, I love it. All right. So it's listening. And I think I cut you off. Um, is it is is it the three steps? The the there there are several steps, but yes, the, the those right there. If you can just get started in those, that's enough for you to start realizing that you do have your answers. And and there's all kinds of ways that those answers are trying to show up in your life. And then we start believing a little bit. And as soon as we start believing a little bit, now we can open ourselves up to, to tapping into that guidance at a different level. 
And uh, I know John David Latta came on and talked about that information coming in in our dreams and how we get all kinds of guidance through our dreams. There's just so many different ways that, that it can happen. But when we choose to find the one that works for us, now it opens up that informational stream. And I think that's the biggest problem that we're experiencing, George, that there's a lot of people out there trying to teach people their way. And their way definitely work for them, or they wouldn't be out there trying to share it with the world. But that doesn't mean it's going to work for us. So I really recommend everybody find someone that can help them either find their own way or someone that's so aligned with you that their way will work for you also. I can teach you to be an amazing Vince, but for you to be an amazing George, you have to find your way to get there. And I think the, the right coach, the right training, the right programs, the, the right understanding of you have all your own answers will open everyone up to living a more fulfilled, happier life. And, and I, I really want to tell you, you might be su extremely successful. You might have a big bank account. You might have the best relationship in the world, but there is so much more for you if you just open yourself up to, to letting it come in and then taking action on what comes in. Amen. Well, Vince, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you and tell us about the book as well? Certainly. Uh, the book's called Awakening Through Moments of Choice. You can get that on Amazon or any other place that you could buy a book. It's truly a, a story of my awakening and the moments of choice that I had. But each chapter explains the step and how to understand it and use it for yourself. So it, it's kind of a, uh, a self-help, do-it-yourself book. But at the same time, it's, a, it's my story. Um, when you're six foot five, 240 pounds, played college football, uh, flew in war and everything else, and then I believe that I can tap into guidance, hopefully that will open the door for, for so many more. And if you want to learn more about us, and, and I'll, t I'll tell you what, George, I would love to give your listeners an opportunity for a, a couple free things that Mary and I would like to share in the first 10 from this podcast that want to spend 20 minutes with, with one of us. We, uh, you just sign up for our breakthrough session. And all you have to do is go to imaginemiracles.com forward slash lifeblood, one word. And that information will be available to everybody in those opportunities. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Vince your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Pick up your copy of Awakening Through Moments of Choice at Amazon. I'll certainly link that in the notes of the show and take advantage of the breakthrough session that Vince just talked about. Go to imaginemiracles.com slash lifeblood and check out everything else that we've been talking about today and step into yourself. We stand to gain ourselves. So I think that that's a powerful thing. And this is certainly work that I've been trying to do and do 
over the past several years. And so I can certainly attest to the value of it. And um, I think it'll be a benefit to you as well as it has been for Vince and so many people. Thanks again, Vince. Thank you so much for what you're doing in the world, George. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.